before we get too deep into um, the story on Science Island, I do feel like uh, we need to have a conversation about Becca's house. <laughs> I, okay, I will admit there are a couple of moments in this episode where like plausibility issues really pulled me out of what was happening. <laughs> and fortunately with Becca, it was, it was in the, um, the preview clip where Clark and, uh, and Maury, you know, first go to the house and we go inside and we see Murphy. Like the first time I watched that clip, it was like a little adorable scene. I could not get over. I was just like, who the fuck has been cleaning and chlorinating that pool? Like, how is that pool that clean 97 <laughs> years after the apocalypse? How did all of that glass survive the first bombs when everything else has been destroyed? Like, Murphy is cooking on a gas stove. Like, where is the natural gas for that stove come from? There doesn't seem to be, I mean, like, are they on a grid? Were they, how are they on a grid before? Is it just like, does there like, a, did she frack directly into the natural gas underneath the island? And is like... <laughs> How is there running water in this place still? Um, so, you know, and then eventually I was like, oh, well, Aaron, just let it go. <laughs> oh, oh, and then when the when the grounder guys show up and he's like, or and, and well, I guess it was both when Amori was like, you know, putting supplies in her bag. And then when the grounder guys sh- showed up to try to uh, loot the house. Like, first of all, how is the, all the food in that house still there? How has that not been picked clean? Many, many, many years before, since it's been established that they knew it was there, grounders knew it was there. Second of all, those cans of food are not going to be good a hundred years later. Like, go <laughs> check the expiration dates on the cans in your pantry. Those things would be like exploded from botulism. So, anyway, I have some issues. <laughs> Oh, I love you so much. Uh, I did. I did have a moment of thinking, like when, um, like when Kane and Abby were talking about, um, at the very end about how like their water supply is now tainted, which is one of the sort of side effects of the black rain. That like even beyond the you know like physical damage that it causes people now, like their water supply is tainted. Um, and I remember thinking, like, okay, well, Becca seems to have figured this out because right. she's got like. She got a shower. Like, does she have like an underground well? Like, how much? Yeah. You know, like, how many people could survive for how many years? It just hold up in all of Becca's various properties that seem to have, you know, like running water and heat and electricity and the full time cleaning staff. So, so like, I'm, I like on one level, I was with you where I was sort of like, how, like, how's your hot tub still hot <laughs> and clean? <laughs> you know? But then, but then on just like a pure architecture porn level. I was just like, I like both, both the whole house and then her crazy office with like oh, the weird yeah. red, like, like skeletons sitting in the chair statue yeah. and the cello, like all of the, like, like every little, like that gorgeous kitchen with the four ovens, yep. even though like, I think Becca lived alone, <laughs> but like. It never stopped rich people from having, you know, way more house than they need. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like all of these little, like, um. Like, all of the different rooms in that house that we saw, like, you know, like, they have, like, there's, like, okay, so here's an office, and we're just, like, it felt like, like, things are happening all over this house, kind of just to show us how cool these rooms are, so there's, like, we go into the office for no other reason than just to see, like, this is how they smash their way in, but also, like, here's another room, and then, like, Clark is, like, dabbing Amori's bloody forehead in, like, this fancy living room, like, just cuz, just so we can see, you know, and I was, like, you know what, like, I'm... I have no problem with this. Like, 
like I like like if the whole episode had just been like a slow mo tracking shot going through Becca's house so I could see all of her vases, I'm fine. That is the most on brand Claire sentence. So, it was just a slow mo tracking shot so I could see all of her vases. Her vases. She had really cool vases. What do you want from me? I literally never once noticed a single one of her vases. Never once. I could not name a single vase in that entire house. Because I was just sitting there going like, that's a very nice um, uh, fireplace, but where the fuck is the gas coming from? Already, I feel like we've this this encapsulates both of us in a perfect nutshell. It really like, does. It really does. This is this is a peak Claren moment. <laughs> Aaron's like, those cans aren't good anywhere. More and Claire's like, ooh, <laughs> look at that boss. <laughs> you know what, Claire? You know what? I bet that Becca has multiple different Christmas sets of Christmas china for casual Christmas you know breakfast what? and formal mm-hmm. Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. I bet she does. I feel a deep sense of like personal connection <laughs> to Becca after having seen how many unnecessary pillows she has in bed. I'm just like, Becca Promheta, she is my people. Becca is my mother. Like literally Becca's my mother. With like a slightly more like modernist sort of sleek yeah, design yeah, skill. But it's yeah. like, Four ovens, check. Yeah. 1,000 pillows, check. Vases in every room with nothing in them, check. Honestly, yeah. you know, like, if your mom, instead of, like, you know, getting married and having kids after she got her bachelor's in science, if she had, like, gone to graduate school and become, like, a brilliant scientist, then she would have been Becca, I think. Well, she was a biologist. Yeah, no, I know, like, I know. This was, like, yeah. this was her, yeah, this is yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's, I, I just, like, I can't. I can't be watching a scene taking place in a beautiful house and not being like, ooh, I like that end table. <laughs> like, just like. <laughs> and, and, and part of why I watched like the, the cabbie radio scene, I've watched like a million times, like partly for like obvious transparent reasons, but also because like I kept like, I kept like pausing and freeze framing it and being like, oh my God, look at that face. Like, <laughs> table when Abby is talking to Kay that I really want. <laughs> well, you should just like tweet at the set decorators to see if they'll tell you where they got it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, in so many ways, you and I are just are like so deeply similar. And then in other ways, we are so very different. <laughs> Every every once in a while, every once in a while, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just sort of like, like I think at the core level, like the really, really basic core stuff is the same. But there's like these kind of little like fringe things. Yeah. <laughs> like the fact that you notice vases very, very like right. prominently, and I have never noticed a vase in my life. <laughs> Aaron and Claire, like, gas stove versus vase collection. (laughs) It's like one of those things. (laughs) Here we are in a microcosm in one tracking shot. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) 
That bed did look pretty nice, though. I was really sad that Clark didn't get to take a nap in that bed. I was like, oh, man. I really feel like this validates our nap nap theory. theory Absolutely. Yes. Like, if she had just stayed in bed and, like, ignored the loud noise, it would all have been fine. But she's Clark. (laughs) She's like, she hears a window smashing. She's got to go investigate. But she did get a shower, which was really nice. Yeah. So that was like, that's something. Yes, that was very nice. That was just like, I think, I feel like that was just thrown in. That was like fan service, basically. And not like, not like oh, fan yeah. service that like, oh, Clark's naked in shower. But like, the fact that she got to take a shower in like a real shower in a nice room and lay down on a bed for a second and put on fresh clothes was like, all right, here you go, guys. We hear you. You've been saying like, they need a nap in a shower for three seasons. So there you yeah. go. There's a nap in a shower. <laughs> And I, for one, am very happy to be pandered to. That was wonderful. <laughs> the aficionados have, like, running segments that they do with um, each of their recaps. And one of them that Brittany does is Clark Griffin Shower Watch. Um, and <laughs> yeah. she started doing it last season. We're just, like, just quickly checking in on, like, you know, with each episode, like, how long does it seem like it's been since Clark had a shower? And for lots of season three, it was, like, it feels like we've gone a really long time. Like, three or four months. Since she's watched those white girl dreads. Yeah. 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 When Abby said go take a shower and then we start to take a shower, I was like, Brittany's going to be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Content for her segment. The shower watch finally ticks down to zero again for the first time. Yes. <laughs> possibly. Like, well, probably since Mount Weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>